We live in a world that's slipping away into constant uncertainty and danger. Imagine if something unthinkable happens tomorrow. Within hours, global supply chains can break down and never start up again. We've learned that lesson the hard way. And that means the smart thing to do is prepare for the worst. Even if the peanut butter hasn't hit the fan yet, you should store emergency food to get you through whatever happens next. And I highly recommend My Patriot Supply, America's largest emergency preparedness company. Act now and save $50 off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which contains an abundance of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories a day. Every person in your family should have at least one of these. Your shipment will arrive quickly in unmarked boxes. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com to avoid being a victim and survive the coming uncertainty. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com. A New Hampshire grandmother was arrested after refusing to wear a mask at a school committee meeting. So then I, I get, get it. it. I get it. You can, you're you're going to have to drag me out. What? This is outrageous. <laughs> a mom dragged out of the Volusia County School Board meeting for not wearing a mask. So my daughter is not going to go to this school district. And also, I'm going to encourage other parents, and I'll do whatever I have to do to help them pull their kids out of the school district. Parents, pull your children out of this district. That's the only way you're going to save them until this board is removed. My child, my choice. I want an option. Pull the kids out! Pull the kids out! Pull the kids out! Pull the kids out! Tensions were running high at the Pinellas County School Board meeting today, resulting in an arrest. The Pinellas County School District says someone refused to wear a mask, and that set off a series of clashes with the board and even school police. If you do not put your mask on, we cannot proceed with this meeting, and you will be asked to leave by security. This room is not complying with these health guidelines. This creates a health concern for this meeting. So um, I'm going to suspend the rules, and I'm going to make a motion to continue this entire meeting to another date. I move that we adjourn this meeting. I'll second. We have a motion to adjourn and a second. All in favor say aye. 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 I'll leave you with these questions to ponder. If masks work, why do we social distance? If social distancing works, why do we wear the masks? If both work, why the lockdowns? And if all of that works, why the vaccine? I think you know the answers, but no doubt you'll ignore the truth because that's what you're told to do. Final thoughts. Do your job, open the schools, drop the mask, and leave the parenting to us. Thank you. It's dehumanizing by design. We're not intended to only see people's eyes. 
when you can't see a person's facial expression, you really don't form a connection with them, right? We thrive on seeing other people's smiles and seeing other people's emotional reactions and, and happiness and sadness. It, it really is an effort to dehumanize uh, the individual. It also encourages people to behave aggressively and, and hatefully and violently toward their fellow man. When people's faces are hidden, uh, they feel bolder in doing evil. Uh, and, and, you know, I, th I think we really see this in riots, right? Uh, riots and, and mob activity becomes much easier when people feel like they can cover their face and they can remain anonymous. Uh, because it, it, it's a psychological thing. And again, there's been studies done on this even going back uh, many decades. Uh, and, and what the studies have found is consistently mask wearing promotes aggressive, violent behavior. And uh, there was one study, I can't remember the name of who did it, but they, they looked at uh, different tribes. And what they found was the ones that painted their face or covered their face were more barbarous, were more violent, were more vicious than the tribes that didn't do that, where, where people's faces were visible. So there's a lot of psychological components at work here. I think importantly, it, it really is a symbol of submission. And so for me, to see such a huge percentage of the American people succumbing to this mask idiocy, um, it's tragic. It makes you want to cry. I really believe that the masks are a psychological attack on the freedom of America. The acceptance of the population has made slaves of people in their hearts in their minds. The goal is total control over the lives of people. And the only way you can do that is by fear. Well, fear is an acronym and it stands for false evidence appearing real. And right now what's happening is they are using fear as a marketing tool. I mean, what you're really experiencing is a rollout of a brand new product. That's what you're experiencing. And any of you that are in the marketing world can absolutely look back and say, oh, that makes total sense. What they're doing is they're putting a, a piece of, of product out and they're seeing how people uh, respond to that. And then they change their messaging um, and advertising according to how people respond. And I'm gonna quote Edmund Burke here. I mean, this is in the 1700s. And he said this about fear, quote, no passion so effectively robs the mind of all its powers of acting and reasoning. So when you scare people enough, their capacity for reason and their capacity to act in their own best interest is severely, you know, severely curtailed. Um, and there was a quote from H.L. Mencken, the whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populace alarmed and thus clamorous to be led to safety by menacing it with an endless series of hobgoblins, all of them imaginary. The push for face coverings and their general acceptance worldwide is proof that this is not about science, it's about compliance. It's about creating an atmosphere of nonsensical blind obedience to authority. The social engineers are using fear to condition a new generation of citizens that are so dehumanized they will comply with future orders that nobody in their right mind would follow. If the government can force you to cover your mouth and nose, inhibiting your very breath for life, you no longer own your own body. The government does. You are no longer free. The government is your master and you are a slave wearing the mark of your master across your face. The establishment will push face mask again in future health scares, 
perhaps every cold and flu season. They may try to make face masks mandatory for certain types of travel or activities, and many people will volunteer to mask. Is this the kind of world we want to live in and pass on to our children? Where nonsensical behaviors and garments are held up as virtuous, and conformity to the group is required. All is not lost, and I know right now people are feeling very discouraged, overwhelmed. I get the calls from people who are suicidal. I've had those calls at one o'clock in the morning. I get the calls from people who are in a wheelchair. They can't wear a face mask because they've got an oxygen cannula, um, and they've been wheeled into a snowbank by a hospital system that refuses to treat them and is denying them medical care. They're sitting there waiting for their bus to come pick them up, and they're sitting in a snowbank. Egregious, illegal completely discriminatory, but it's happening to people all across this country. And I get those phone calls from people who are crying. And they, they just feel this sense of despair, of hopelessness. And so I, I really want to just leave people with this sentiment and the understanding that all is not lost. There's still hope. As long as there is breath in us, there is hope. We know, if we have a biblical worldview, what the last chapter is, right? We know who wins this war. And I would just encourage people, as long as we can still get together and we can fight, we need to. So if we stand up and we organize, which is what we are doing, we can end this and we can take it back. So start small. Just go to your local grocery store and don't put on a mask. And I know that might be scary for some people, so start small. Just don't put your mask on. Just walk in and smile and keep on walking. If you're going to get your groceries, you know where you're going. Don't stop and have a conversation with someone about a mask. Just tell them, no, thank you. I'm sorry, but I don't wear one because of health reasons and keep going, right? It's not a lie. You, I don't wear one for health reasons because I know how unhealthy it is, but I've never been tackled. And those little victories will make you feel so big. It will make you feel so good. I get those emails too, because I teach people how to go about your business, how to live your life without submitting to tyranny and without submitting to these mandates. And I get people call me and send me messages all the time. Oh my gosh, it worked. I feel so good. Um, I had a lady in Costco the other day. My son and I were there and, and uh, she came up to us and she said, or sorry, not Costco. They're horrible. Sam's Club. I was in Sam's Club <laughs> and she came up to me and she said, how are you not wearing a mask? How are you able to get away with it? And I just looked at her and I said, because I don't need to ask permission. I don't have to wear one. And so I just don't. And she just looked at me for a couple of minutes. She ripped her mask off and she walked away and she said, thank you, I feel so free. And we giggled because we saw her all the way through. Every time you know we were going to another aisle, there she was smiling from ear to ear. Just she felt so free. It had just never dawned on her to refuse to obey, that she had the choice to refuse to comply. And so just start small. And those little victories will make you feel really great. And then you just keep sharing the information, standing up as you're able to in your own world, in your own circle. And that kind of courage is contagious. When, when I say that all of this is the great litmus test for how much they can control the masses, this is the litmus test because people, people will tell you in public, and every one of us have heard this, it's just a mask. It's just a mask. Just do it for your neighbor. It's just a mask. Well, okay, what if it's just an armband? What if it's just a tattoo? What if it's just a chip? What if it's just a shot? The, where, they go, where we go from here, who can know what our children and grandchildren are gonna have to accept? Who won't even know they're having to accept it? They're gonna think it's perfectly normal because you know, it's all new normal. 
Well, the new normal is global governance and controlling. And individual liberty is going away. I've heard more people than I care to in my lifetime in offices of government say things to the effect of, we're just going to have to give up a little sovereignty to get this done. Nope. Nope. You don't have to give up any sovereignty at all. Uh, you don't have to give it up. And many people have said, oh, come on, Peggy. It's just, it's just for a few minutes. You're making such a big deal out of this. It doesn't, just do it. It's no big deal. I'm never going to do it. I've made sacrifices, very minimal sacrifices, not on the level that many people have done where they've you know, had to leave their job or um, they've been denied medical care or what have you. But I really applaud and admire people who are going to go to the mat. I call it marching it all the way to heaven. And I will, I'm gonna march it all the way to heaven. I am never going to stop. There is no law that can ever be valid or legitimate that requires anyone to restrict their breath. We are born with the right to life. Life requires oxygen. Restricting someone's oxygen is taking away their life. That's why even the governors, the mayors, even the health officers, they all have stated that there are exemptions, that these are just guidelines, and they're kicking the can down the road to have the stores and the businesses be the enforcers. They are strong-arming these businesses. The businesses are actually becoming sort of the new government. I call it the United States of Costco because they're now making these laws um, via their store policies that are requiring the masks. Likely, it will require the vaccinations. And um, people said to me also, Peggy, why are you making such a deal out of the masks? This was months ago. And I said, look, you're not in California. I don't think you have any idea how bad it is here, but it's not about the masks. It's about your freedom. When you get these collectivist ideas that, that is so broadly accepted now, uh, how, how close are we to the word global citizen? And you've heard that already. We're just a global citizen. You're, global, you're a citizen on this, you know, humanity is one race. This is where we're going. This mask, it's nothing. I, I, I am literally terrified of the direction we go after these masks. What they're gonna force people to do to prove that they are, you know, wanting the rest of the world to succeed or, or do what's right. Um, I fear for my children and my grandchildren. So we've been working really hard to educate people and to just encourage people, listen, Nobody can make you wear a face mask. Nobody can make you do anything. Stand up and refuse to obey. Now, is that gonna change your lifestyle? Yep, it's changed mine a little bit. There are some stores I can't go to because they're mask Nazis. Well, guess what? They're never gonna get my business again because I know those stores that I can go to who do respect my rights and who are not gonna hassle me and harass me. And I just walk in like I own the joint. If they ask me if I need a mask, I say, no, thank you, and I just keep walking. We all have the ability to refuse to obey. And you know, it's our civic duty to refuse to obey and go along with tyranny. Because if we comply, what are we doing? We're enabling it, we're furthering it, we're giving it a voice, and we're giving it power. If we refuse to obey and we stop complying, we take the power back. And who has the power? We the people, right? So it's up to us. We can end this real fast. Like I said, one word, non-compliance. It is time to see the mask for what it is, a dirty rag.
a face diaper, a symbol of bondage, a publicity stunt of behavioral science, and a denial of your health. Having free access to breathe the air should not be up for debate. The health, well-being, and sanity of our children depend on it. We must lead by example. Courage is contagious. Refuse the mask. Stop living in fear and be a human again. Please join us in the next episode as we look into the science and deception surrounding the so-called miracle vaccines.